<laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, and thank you for joining me on BBS Radio Station. What a nice cloudy day we have here in Northern California. So let's get to this. Um, about a month ago, I had talked to you guys about, you know, three special uh, comedians, the ladies that were very powerful in their times, and that was Lucille Ball and Joan Rivers and Betty White. So we're going to jump into the Dick Van Dyke Show, Gomer and Andy Griffin. But before I go there, my name is Lynn, Angel Comedy Relief, BBS radio station number one. I'm looking for sponsors. I'm looking for to sell your product on my time. Bring me any kind of product you want. Let's do the bartering system. You guys sponsor me. I will put you out. And I'm touching millions of people, maybe not for myself, but for your products or whatever you need. Let's do this. Now, focusing on Gomer Pyle. Come on. Gomer and Luann. I love you. Do you love me? I do love you, Gomer. I do. What do you want to do tonight, Luann? I want to do what you want to do, uh, Gomer. Well, I want to go to the movie. Do you want to go to the movie? I do want to go to the movie, uh, Gomer. Do you want to sit on my lap, Luann? I do want to sit on your lap, uh, Gomer. Do you want to go in the bedroom? Well, that's where I got to go home now, uh, Gomer. You done cross uh, the line, the line of uh, no return. Remember those two were funny, though. And then Gomer comes out with that beautiful set of lungs and sings uh, that, that magnificent song. And Luann comes out singing that, oh, black man has me in the air and all she was doing was mimicking uh Marilyn I'm just saying but was she Marilyn because she sure did look a lot like Marilyn my gosh and in those days who was uh Gomer's best friend <laughs> it, it reminds me of myself one of my personalities Sergeant Carter would come up in there and I'm talking this man will rip Gomer from one head from his head to his toes I've done that many a times to myself and, and to my friends. And then I wonder why they don't even show up anymore on uh, when I'm looking for sponsors. Uh, it's uh, how he used to come in, and Gomer was the only one that had to mop the floor, and when he would mop it, it would look like, you know, spit shine. And, and he always did it with such a, you know, his head to the left and his head to the right. And, and Gomer, I mean, Sergeant Carter, I've done everything you want me to do. And poor Sergeant Carter was just, he was just... He looked like a rock waller and a pit bull. I, I'm just saying. And in those days, you know, that wasn't too becoming. But uh, the reality was, whatever happened to them, it's pretty sad what happened to Gomer, you know, him and Rock Hudson. I'm just saying because they never, ever were the type of people to uh, be themselves. Hey, if you're gay, do it. Just be happy with yourself uh if you're lesbian uh uh and and you want to be a lesbian do it you know who cares does anybody out here pay our bills if we want to be happy with what you're doing like my 17 personalities i show up all the time what happens when i show up i got about 10 of them they're trying to hustle you and get into this business that i got over here and then the other seven is over there going hey do you think it's working because that's exactly what we're all trying to do is trying to get each other to convince each other that your product is better than my product. And so that's exactly how it was in those days with Gomer, Andy, and Dick Van Dyke. They were always competing about who was the best series. 
to me, the best series was no doubt Gomer. Gomer Pyle with uh, Barney Fath. Well, Barney, Barney, Barney. Andy Griffin would have never, ever, ever been anything on the Andy Griffin show without Ron Howard and Aunt B and uh, poor Barney. Because Andy, I met Andy. Oh, yes, I did. I met Andy at the grocery store one time in Los Angeles. It was in uh, Ventura Highway, somewhere around those grocery stores in those days, you know, and Mr. Whipple. You know, the one that used to squeeze the Charmin, don't squeeze his Charmin. My Volkswagen was on his curb, a curb now, not his driveway, a curb. My Volkswagen touched his bumper. Now, this is old Mr. Don't Squeeze the Charmin. He comes out screaming and hollering, what are you doing parking on this road, the curb? I said, oh, my God, it's Mr. Whipple. <laughs> He's mad at me, and I'm going, can you squeeze the Shermans? Is that what you do all the time in that house? No, because I don't have any manners and any cooth at the time. The poor man was trying to get my uh, um, address and all. And I said, but Mr. Whipple, I'm honored. I've seen you for many years, you know, cranking on that Charmin. Do you have a lot of Charmin in your house? Now, this man is really getting mad that he walked away from me. And I said, Mr. Whipple, I love you, and I will always, always sell the Charmin because you know how to, you know, squeeze and embrace and don't squeeze the Charmin. Now, back to Andy Griffin. He was in the grocery store. I went up to him. This man comes in. He's got a, you know, beautiful long leather coat on, black gloves on. In the grocery store, people, mm -hmm. same grocery store in Ventura Highway that uh, Eric Estrada was with, with a lady that was 30 years older than him, and she had a mink stole that was older than him. I'm just saying, because, uh, 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 now let's get back to Andy. So I go up to Andy, and I say, Andy, what an honor. No lie, this is what he does. He looks at me. He looks down at me because, you know, I'm only three feet tall. He's, what, 10 feet taller than me at those days. And I said, oh, my God, you're so handsome and all. Never smiled, never nothing. And, you know, my personalities, I said, oh, oh. So I, I slipped, you know, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a street girl. I go, oh, you're going to be like a prick like that. Did I say that to Andy? I sure did. I said, now, Mr. Prick, can you please give me an autograph? I'm not lying to you. He scratches it on the envelope. And I said, I deserve it. It's like you're a chicken that doesn't want anybody to know that I even met you. I said, so you know what? One day when I'm on stage, I'm going to make sure I represent your name. And God bless his soul. I watched Andy for many, a many, a many years and Mr. Whipple until Mr. Whipple disappeared. My point to you is comedy. And I'm sorry, Andy was never funny. He was never funny. It was Barney. It was Barney and little Ron, the little kid. Uh, Ron Howard, God love him, producer. I mean, just a awesome young man to grow up to be a good guy. And 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 Andy, Andy just got lucky in in the in the in the midst of the of the wind. And uh, now we're going to go on to Dick Van Dyke because Dick Van Dyke was famous for one thing: falling on the autumn. If it wasn't for Mary Tyler Moore being the funny little lady that she was. Uh, I think Dick Van Dyke would have been on the floor with the autumn on him because um, he wasn't funny. He was kind of goofy, 
But then again, comedy is just that. There is no right and wrong on anything. And, uh, you know, we have an opinion. And I say to you, listen to me, I have a product. I'm telling you that if you invest in me, this product is going to work. Well, that's what these CBS, NBC, ABC, that's what they did. They invested in these people. And now we're going to make you this and that and the other. And you come out, you go home, and you go, wow. You're still looking for the autumn. Mary Tyler Moore still looking for the skinny little pants that she wore. Uh-huh, it was Rhoda. Mm-hmm. And then Andy Griffin is still looking for that long leather coat of his and wondering, what am I doing? Am I arresting Barney or what? Because our characters, we bring them home. I know, I have 17. They want to call it acting. I call it multiple tasking personality disorder. But now they want to call it disorder. If you call out people on media, well, you just a rude, disordered bitch. Well, that's one of my personalities, and I've embraced her for, oh, my God, I'm thinking 104 years. Uh, she's the one that I love the most because uh, she's very goofy like Gomer, <laughs> very, very uh, klutzy like Dick Van Dyke, and then very arrogant like Andy. Wow. Sometimes that personality, she comes out on stage, mm-hmm, and she's like, girl, you wish you looked like me, and I'm looking at her like, you know, you're 104 and that girl is 20. I know. But uh, until you put your glasses on, then you're going, holy shit. What was I saying about that girl again? Because that's what comedy is. I get on social media. Remember last week, I mentioned a few things to the left when I should have left it in the middle. I'm I'm just putting it out there. I should have left it neutral and, you know, neutral instead of driving it in full force and, you know, just getting out there and going, what? Okay, so. I get off on uh-huh, my little air talk show. Before you know it, there's a, you know, when I said, if you're going to bring it on, bring me a big ball and put it on the on the tennis court. Well, that one came out. Uh-huh. And then every time I say I'm going to do a commercial or, or I would do a commercial or I read about a commercial, well, by the time I'm saying it, two days later, the commercial's on with a lady getting sprayed with a hose, 49 seconds. I'm just saying, I thank you very much for all of you that can't stand me because all of your negative feedback, <laughs> only makes me come back, <laughs> and here I go to the comeback. Now we're going to get back into Andy Griffith because remember how Barney, poor Barney, skinny little Barney, he used to always go and get arrested. He would always get these people, and he would put them in the cell, and he would become friends with them, and he would move in the cell with them. What the heck is that? He would bring him into town, Andy. Andy, Andy, look what I got up in here. I got me a real live bona fide black man up in here. And we ain't ever seen a black man over here in Mulberry Bush. I mean, uh, uh, where are we again, Andy? I'm a little lost. Uh, 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 what city are we in again? Because I found myself a black man up in here. And we became friends, and I'm moving in with him in the cell, and we're going to figure out how to conjugate on how to get these alcoholics in into the cell. And what did he always do? He'd go arrest these big the big, the big fat guy, he was really funny. And he was always getting arrested. Why? Because uh, they thought that we thought that arresting alcoholics and putting them in a cell, having a sheriff sit with them. And when in the world have you ever seen, <clears throat> <clears throat> have you ever, and I do mean ever, <laughs> seen a sheriff <laughs> go in there and say, hey, buddy, have you been opened up the cell and sitting there with you? I'm thinking we would take the gun, smack the, 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 the sheriff down, and uh, we would have be talking to him and saying, hey, I got the key. Thank you very much. I got to go. I got to go see uh, Lola. I'm just saying, 
I like the way acting is in comedy and in everyday situations. Uh, because I, my 17 personalities, when I get on social media, oh my goodness, I had to, I had to hire uh, three more. So now I have 20. I'm, I'm just saying. I couldn't, the ones I have, they're very submissive. They're very, I can't do, I don't want to get out there and get yelled at. And it hurts my feelings. Well, mm-hmm. So I called myself a quarterback, half-batch bitch. Mm-hmm. That's what she is because she's from, you know, Virginia, Newport Blues. And she came out of here. And this is how she talks now. I just want to let you guys know that out here, out here, out here in the, in the, in the boondocks, where we make moonshine and shine moon, where we do a lot of shining our moons when we're walking. And uh, we drink a lot of shine in the, in, when we're trying to, Shine the moon out. Now, I don't know how they got out here that moonshine is moonshine. No, it ain't. It's white, white, white stuff you drink. It they ain't no, I think where they got it at is well, at nighttime, we shine our moons. We don't look at the moon. We take our pants down and we shine them until they shine no longer. And that's how we got moonshine. Now, we don't care what you want to call it, because in 1912, that's how we got the name. These moonshiner men were out there, mm-hmm, they were making their shine in the moon, mm-hmm, before you know you saw an explosion, before you saw them come out, you saw what? Their moons. They were butt naked. That's how they got moon shining. Because out here in North Carolina, and down here in the boondocks, we all know this how we talk like up in here. How you doing there, son? I'm doing fine, ma'am. How are you doing today? Well, it looks like it's going to be sunny. Yeah, it's got some sun up in here. If you want to get in and get into a sunnier day, come on over here where my husband, you know, goes and carries the mail to the other women's box. You come on over here and carry your mail in my box, and we'll talk about sunshine and up in here. Well, that's how I was raised out here in the boondogs because there ain't no one around to talk. And when you saw that mailman coming, you can guarantee you were asking him, can you please put that mail in my box? Because I've been waiting for him for 20 years, and, and I'm still waiting for him to show up to put the mail in my box. Because out here, we drink moonshine 24-7, and ain't none of us wear anything but our butt-naked butts. Because that's what moonshining is in 1912 to 2018. It ain't changed, folks. We're still out here mm-hmm, getting stone blind drunk. Mm-hmm. We wake up and what do we see? A bunch of moons. We don't know whose it are. Could be Carlitas, Juanitas, Juanito. And then all of a sudden they want to come out to be Juan. I'm just saying. Laughter and comedy has not changed. Dick Van Dyke showed the only thing that it changed and showed us, Mary Charlie Moore and Rhoda, were they were two independent, ditzy women. Mm-hmm. That would be me in my apartment in 1977, moving from Virginia, going to Silicon Valley. When you're driving out, you know, you're leaving a, a city that had three people, so everybody knew your business. Okay, maybe four. And now you're driving into San Jose, and you're driving in this bus, and you're asking the bus driver, uh, can you tell me what those lights are? And he says, do you know the way to San Jose? I've got... And I was like, excuse me. Uh, and he says, no, this is San Jose. And he starts laughing, and I go, oh, wow. All you could see was lights. And in the morning time, all you could see was 
what? Mm, yeah. So I went from a country girl to I am now city girl. Now I'm over here in Silicon Valley trying to be a, a very uh, domestical, uh, electrician, uh, whatever you guys want to hire me to do. What they hired me to do was become my own assembler. So what I did, since I hated to sit there on assembly line, I said, listen to me. What if I do this at, two, at, two, at my house and I do everything they're doing on uh, the assembly line and all you got to do is pay me? And I could do five times more. They said five times. I said, I'll take 10 times more. Why did I say 10? But son of a gun, I came out with 20. And I never had to work in electronics. I did it all at home. Multitasking personalities. I had one soldering, one stuffing, one uh, cleaning, and one shipping. What? Yes, I did. Silicon Valley. Those engineers were very, very transformational to me. I learned a lot about selling, marketing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know how uh, ABC tried to market uh, Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda? Well, you notice in those days, marketing was them putting money in their pockets. In other words, I'm going to hire you, and I want you to act like a dog. I want you to bark like a dog, and then I want you to know that your name is bitch because that's what a dog is. What? Mm, yeah, me, not me. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Not me. I'm going to market myself. I'm going to be all of those personalities that they cost me. Call me on media, and guess what? The best one is the bitch. Mm-hmm. I show up proudly. Here I am, my hair sticking straight up. I have no makeup on. I never wear makeup, and I know you guys always make fun of me. I could care less. I'm not wearing any makeup for you. I'm not going to get on social media and pretend that I am who I'm not when I take off the makeup. You go, is that the same? No, that's not the same old creepy crawler. Yes, I am. I'm a creepy crawler like Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda. You remember those days they wore their hair, you know, teased? So then when the sun came out, you couldn't touch their hair because you're and was literally stuck to their hair. I know it was called Aqua, the, uh, Aquanet. Mm-hmm. Well, that spray was good. You could take your husband, put him on your head, and honey, he wasn't moving anywhere. Neither was your head. That was the beautiful about in our generation. It was all phoning. Hello, folks. 2018. <laughs> it's still phoning. I liked it the other day. I went up there uh, watching a lot of your media stuff. Because, you know, once in a while, I'll plug into it. Mm-hmm. And there is this medicine lady. Mm, beautiful. And she's drop-dead gorgeous. And she's telling us about how she's 66 years old, like Rhoda and Mary Tyler Moore. And they've never had anything done to themselves. Okay. I go in there searching Google. And I find her looking where she didn't have any fillers. <clears throat> Botox, you know, and no facelift. Mm-hmm. And I put that picture right on social media, and I said, compared to the two of us, I've had stuff done on my face, and I haven't had my fillers in yet, so we could pass as twins. I'm just saying, it's just amazing, because when we were growing up, Mary Tyler Moore and all, you got silicone. So in other words, when you lay down, they were still up. When you were 104, we buried you and bathed you, they were still up. The only thing in the grave was up was that silicone, I'm just saying. Nowadays, uh, you know, 2018, we got water, saline water, so they move once to the left, once to the right. Try to keep them in the center, girls, because you will be judged to the left or the to the right. I'm just saying, I keep mine to the left, I mean to the center, and I have no problems with them 
since. And in those days, if you wanted your hair done, oh my gosh, we all came out looking alike, you know, with the hair down and then a little flip. I'm just saying. I have to say that Cat Williams wears those flips well. That man, that man really makes us look horrible with his little flip hair. And uh, Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda, holy mackerel, no matter what they did, their hair never moved. Never. They never they never had a curler or nothing. Even when Dick Van Dyke would go and kiss Mary, you always saw Mary pushing him away like, Don't you know, we're, we're doing a, a movie now, a shot, and I don't want my hair messed up. They always wore makeup. Now, work with me here. They went to wear the bed, they wore makeup. They woke up in the morning, they wore makeup. But we never saw them in the bathroom brushing their teeth. Halitosis hygiene up in here. Girl, I'm loving the way you smell this morning. You would be the catch of my day. <laughs> Now, I'm just saying, we never saw them like we do nowadays. You see programs and you see them going in in the bathroom. Okay. Now, I'm just telling you, I'm fast forwarding to 2018 and let's go on own. Now, uh, what I like about some of you people that are very wealthy, and I do respect that very much. I'm a little jealous. I'm going to tell you right now, this personality right now that's talking gets a little jealous, gets a little cranky sometimes. It's this kind of un-nice things. But in all due respect, I do respect you guys. But wow, we have come from, um, you know, 1970, in the 70s where uh, Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda and them, they lived in their own apartment. You never saw these girls, you know, uh, uh, dressed risque, you know, like I do sometimes. Let's just put it out there. Uh -huh. Or, uh, you know, go out there and uh, try to make sure that the cleavage was shown. No, they just did the opposite. They were very nice, classy ditsies. Did I say that? They were nice, classy ditsy ladies. Mm -hmm. They got lucky with that little flip in their hair and their big hooters and their tiny little waist and their tiny little hips. And if you look at them now, what in the hell didn't... Why? What happened to Hollywood? They said, oh, no, hell no, we ain't going down that alley. We're not going to keep them looking young, you know, when they look old. No, because that's what Hollywood did in those days. As soon as Gomer said that he loved rock, what did they do to Gomer? Rock steady. Uh, rock, Gomer! Gomer, get on out there and rock it with rock it steady. Poor thing, yeah. Instead of letting you be who you were supposed to be, in life, a lot of people have forgotten how to laugh. Well, not me. About the vet thing last week that I also put in, you know how you go to a vet? Oh, my gosh. So now I have. We're looking for a vet. Again, I'm sorry. I'm going to the vet. The dogs are fighting me. It's like a kid, listen, people, that fights you. That child is saying, no, you don't know what they do when they leave me. Mm -hmm. Neither did ABC or NBC, but the surprises always come. My point to you is a vet is a doctor. The doctor has been an FDA drug popper. Now, your dog, and you're paying 5000 a month for these prescriptions on Xanax, Seroquel, Tramazon, uh, low, and... Uh, and and what blows my mind is you don't have anything to eat, but that dog has food. It's all no GMO and 
You know, you and your husband are struggling and you're out there going to your neighbors every time they have a barbecue and saying, hey, we dropped our hamburgers and hot dogs. No, you didn't. That dog is kicking your butt. That vet is on a yacht and you're going, the vet says he wants $5,000. He's never seen a dog act like this before. You know, lethargic. So the dog is depressed and he says he's going to give him a downer because he was acting down. All righty then. You see the humor, people? Because there's a little truth to the humor in our 2018. Nobody wants to talk about it or laugh about it. But my personality is real. Haven't you ever traveled? You even get on social media. Or even on the telephone, someone calls you up. Yeah, listen to me. I'm, uh, I want to know if you know who I uh, uh, If I could talk to uh, Harold, please. Before you know, you're going, well, listen to me, Harold don't live here, but uh, who am I talking to? Well, this would be Harold's uh, uh, ex-husband. You're looking for Harold. Harold is a man. Yes, I know. But at the time I loved Harold, Harold was uh, sending. And now Harold wants me to call him Harold, so I have to. Is this Harold's address and home phone? Because I've been looking for him for so long. Can you just tell him what I'm trying to ask him for? Uh, uh, because that's exactly what happens, people. No, haven't you ever talked to an Asian person? I knew one in 1977 in Silicon Valley. Her name was Bao. I used to go up and go, Bao. I have to go to the Bao. Bao. I have to Bao move. Bow movement. She used to laugh hysterically until one day I walked in and those Asians were looking at me like, we dare you <laughs> to mimic bow movement again. What am I saying? Sometimes people get on social media and go, well, look at we got my, 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 look at we got here. This old cranky old 17 personalities. Do you need depression? Do you want to talk to a depression group? Now, listen to me. When you click on to join these groups, I've never in my life, because this is how it went out. I am joining a bird, bird sanctuary now. Joining the group, because they asked me to join. Click. Well, welcome, Miss Lynn Marrero. How about masturbation? Hello? What the hell? I think I'm talking about birds, you know, the sanctuary about beautiful cardinals, you know, the robin, the blue jay. No, it went right into sex. Now, what did that tell me? That my bras were pointed more to the left and not in the center. I'm just saying. I'm I'm calling it speculation. And I, I uh, what I do a lot is I, uh, I surmise a lot. I'm surmising it could be, you know, little to do with the basement situation that I said that someone was living in the basement with their parents. Well, to be honest with you, Mr. Rowe, with all due respect, and I do mean with all due respect, Mike, you're funny. The only reason why I ever start watching you is because you're a good-looking man. Did I put it out there? Yes, I did. Don't know if you are a lefty or a righty. I am in the center. Uh, I'm just saying, good-looking man. And what used to blow my mind about you, Mike, is that you would always strip down and show us your body. Uh, at our age, kudos to you, because that's what I want to do. I want to get on social media, <laughs> and I want to show them from my head to my toes what a 95-year-old looks like. 
because uh, they're going to go, something's wrong with this picture, because I know they do it right now. You know, Mike, with all due respect, I love you and your parents, and you keep us making us laugh, and you keep going around and, you know, playing it forward or how you do it backwards, but I still want to see you in those skivvies. No clothes on, just a G-thing, a G-song. Maybe a pull-up or two, but nothing else on because you got a good-looking body. Just, just say it. Okay, now let me focus. You see how my personalities will wander? That's why I love every one of them. One minute I'm talking to you, the next minute I'm in your car, you know, convincing your husband that you guys need to join into my business and sponsor me. Because, you know, if you can convince the wife that you got to convince the husband, because that's what I always do. I'm a hustler. I've been a hustler all my life. I can tell, take and sell anything, not your products, but I can sell me. I'm not pretty good at selling anything to make you commission. I'm going to put it right out there. But if you want me to sell your name and your brand on BBS or radio station, I'm all about that because I can give you a list of things that we could barter on, you know, uh, like uh, you could pay me. Mm -hmm. And guess what I'm doing? Now I'm advertising your beautiful business. And guess what? I'm thinking I'm a pretty smart lady. I think you might get a few bites because I know I get a lot of negative feedback. <laughs> negative feedback is better than no feedback. I'm just saying because in our days, we didn't have the privilege to get on social media and say, hey, Dick Van Dyke, is there anything else that you could do besides fall in the autumn? And then, you know, hold your little, you know, your shirt up as you're getting up and, you know, and just lay back there and make billions on us. Uh, did I just go there? Well, I sure did. You know, Dick Van Dyke married himself a woman that's 40-something years younger. She went not too long ago. No, Dick, come on. Let's say it out. Let's say it like it is. You married this lady. You're in your, what, 90s? And she's in her 40s, and she wants to sue the surgeon because she went home, had, you know, the tummy tuck and, and all that, and then she went home, and she started eating 15 bowls of, you know, ice cream, and then she wants to go back and say, look it, I'll gain my weight back. I'm suing you. It, uh, Dick, listen to me. All the medication you have, Give it to her. You, you'll be better off. Give it to her. And ain't no one going to know. You just tell her, honey, no, I took mine, but here, let's split it. <laughs> and if not, just put it in her food. And, and you know what she'll do? She'll wake up and realize, oh, married to Dick Van Dyke. That's what it should be like. It shouldn't be that uh, she's uh, the spotlight dick. I need to smack your face. Uh, wake up and smell the coffee. You're the legend, not uh, some gold digger. Let's focus up in here again. That damn personality gets out of me and tells the truth, doesn't she? I'm just saying to you, I would rather have someone tell me the truth and tell me like it is, like I'm going to tell you right now. I know I'm not perfect. Did I say I was? I try to be perfect. I'm not. I am not judgmental. Do I sit there and talk about someone 24-7? No. If I say it one time, click, bleep, bleep, that's it. If I am so angry, angry, angry that you keep sending me porn and porn and porn and sex and porn and porn and sex, please forgive me because the 17 personalities are going to spitfire on you. And what I mean, spitfire, me, please brace yourself because ain't nothing worse than 17 personalities at one time. I know I live with them. Now, you remember uh, when you were single at one time, you know, and you know, you go, oh man, I just, you know, would like to have someone in my life. And I sure was, wish that I could just spend some time with someone who really cared for me. And so then all of a sudden you meet someone, you meet them at the grocery store. 
Oh, wow. Hey, hey, Jane, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, Tom. How are you doing? Well, Jane, wow. I love the section of meats that you're in. I see you like... <laughs> I see you like your steak, two steaks. Well, ma'am, I was wondering if there's any way possible you can come over and have some of my two steak at my house. I'm cooking, of course. I insist. And if you want to join me, you could bring a bottle of wine, the strongest one, you know, that will... Knock your ass out when you want it, my ass. So I don't really have to see you, but we can enjoy the tooth steak. I'm just, Jane, are you in? Oh, I think it sounds, oh, Harold, I think it sounds so wonderful. What's your name again? Um, don't worry about my name, honey. Here's my phone number. Call me, but what time are you going to come over so I know to have the tooth steak ready? <laughs> because, isn't that what we're all about? I'm seeing you that you're in the, not the frozen meats, but in the natural environment, all natural. Girl, I got something natural for you. You just show on up in here. She shows up, knock, 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 knock. She brings a big bottle of wine. No, she doesn't bring a little bottle. You know, she brings four cases here because it takes me at least two just to want to get to know you. On the third one, I don't care who you are, Ralph, Tom, Harold. I'm just worried about if that tube stick was medium rare or not. And did it help my nutrition needs for the night? I'm just saying. Now, here we go. Now, all of a sudden, you realize, oh, my God, I can't stand this person. Every time you get up to go to the bathroom, they're getting up and turning the bathroom light on for you. And they're going, wow, isn't this wonderful how we think so much alike? Uh, no. Okay, so now you're in the bedroom. You move over because you want, you know, to go to the bathroom. You know, maybe just take a shower or whatever. She's right there. She's got the light on. Oh, <laughs> do you want me to go in the bathroom with you? Uh, no. All of a sudden, you're going, you know what? Listen to me, Jane. Don't worry about the tube steak tonight. You can think about it tomorrow, but uh, come on up in here. Listen, I got to be at work in two minutes. Can you get on out of here? Because that's what reality is nowadays. It's not about, hi, let's date and get to know each other. It's no, no, no. It's not like in those days when uh, uh, Dick Van Dyke and Andy Griffin and all of them. Trust me, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. It's the exact same thing Hollywood just kept it from us because uh, Andy Griffin, oh, he was a womanizer. You can't blame him. He was Andy. And then you had, oh, good old Gomer chasing Rock and his all of his buddies. I'm just saying. Rock steady. It didn't matter. In those days, he was still rocking, and he was steady, looking for Hudson. I'm just saying. And in those days, you couldn't be yourself, because if you were, you were now broke back mountain on the mountain broke back. Um, just putting it out here, 2018, if you're lesbian, get out there and be the lesbian that you were meant to be. If you are a gay man, do it. Who cares? No one pays out your rent. No one wipes your butt. And guess what? In the morning, we, get up, we all do the same thing. Get up, brush our teeth, look in the mirror and go, holy shit, are you handsome? Are you sexy? Yeah. Are you depressed today? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm taking the dog's medications the vet gave him because, hell, Sarah Quill, look at the dog. He's having a better life than I am. He's shitting and I'm picking up his, his poop. Someone's got me trained somewhere around here. Something's not right with this. It should be the dog shits and picks his own shit up. I'm just saying. I, I, I'm just saying. Now, poor old, poor old uh, uh, Ron Howard. Not poor. Tip my head off to this producer. Wow. What a little boy he was, Opie. Good old Opie. Always, always 
trying to do the best for Aunt B, and Andy was always consumed with good old Barney arresting whatever and anybody and anybody and everybody. That was Barney. In our days, we're nowadays is a pullover. What's your name? Uh, Ma'am, I don't see your name. You registered. What the hell just happened? I thought she was pulling out for her gun. And uh, what happened is uh, she didn't even have a gun. I'm bad. I done blew this lady up. I'm just saying, can we, uh, what I've learned in social media, and I thank you because you know who you are. Uh, I thank you every day when I say burp and you go, was that nice? And I go, okay, I'll take the unburp back. And, you know, because that's how I've learned in my life. Uh, construction criticism when Mr. Whipple came out and I, I laughed at him. Mr. Whipple, please, please do the Charmin thing. And he's showing at me for his address. But my address, well, I wasn't going to give it to him, so he got mad. I said, Mr. Whipple, I will always love you for your squeezing the Charmin. I want to leave you guys my impression. And that would be Granny and her 17 personalities have come into uh, social media. She's embraced them all. Uh, she identifies them all. I am being audited. They have all turned against me. And I can't blame them. They want to claim their own money. I don't blame them. I was making over 17 grand. Now I ain't making nothing. But it's all good because you know what? I'm on social media and I'm going to sell myself and I'm going to sell your product. No matter what you have, where you want to take it. We can get on BBS, radio station number one, and we can make this happen. Whether you are the left wing, the right wing, or, you know, down in the center like I am, guess what? Let's get your products. Let's get your name, your logo. Let's put it on my time and make you some dimes. And uh, I want to get back to remember when um, uh, uh, Barney had came in and he found himself a girlfriend and he was sitting in that car because in our days, our car, you didn't need to go to motel room. The car already had the back seat and, you know, the imagination went wherever it went. But Barney was always so freaking ugly. I'm just saying, you know, the poor guy, he, he's just a beautiful boy. Because that's all you ever saw on on uh, ABC, CBS, and uh, all of them was um, if you didn't have, if you didn't look like Marilyn Monroe, you didn't have, you know, if you didn't look like Marilyn Monroe and have a body like uh, Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda, you know, 38, 20, 34, you were not going to get interviewed. Trust me. I know. I didn't have any of it. I had a back. And they would go, is that little man uh, thinking that we're hiring little men? Uh, man, uh, uh, sir, we're looking for women. I am a woman. Oh, my bad. Well, you know, women with, uh, you know, something in the front, uh, I'll turn around then. <laughs> I'm just saying. And some women, you know, a woman where when she lays down, you know, you don't have to tell her to roll over because you don't know what part is her chest. I'm just saying that would have been me. Mm -hmm. Because in, in those days, into 2018, if you don't have this beautiful silhouette, mm -hmm. and even if you're uh, 85 like me, because, you know, right away they go, oh, my God, this one's got wrinkles and cottage cheese. And then she's got a bun that her cheese is really separated everywhere. Well, Mary Tyler Moore and them, you didn't see them in bathing suits. 
You didn't see Barney's, Barney's girlfriend. You did not see Dick Van Dyke uh, uh, chasing Mary Tyler Moore. You did not. You saw funny. You saw that's what I'm trying to bring out. I'm trying to bring out different outfits that, you know, go beyond the face. Um, because when I try to do it with my face, I went, look at her. She thinks she's beautiful. No, I don't. I don't think it. I know it. You got to own you. I don't care. If, if I'm 104, I own. Yeah, I know I'm good. I know I'm looking good for 104. I would not work out every day and do what I got to do to make myself look like I'm um, a nice, healthy uh, 104. Uh, I'm just saying. You got to sell yourself. So any product you have, I can sell it. I was in business for 21 years. That's how I got all my teeth done. I would do the dentist's home, and I would do the dentist's office. And in exchange, the the wife would uh, uh, pay me, and the husband would uh, barter with me and do my teeth as I did his office because I was in business for 21 years. If I wanted anything, it doesn't matter if I needed windows in my house. I was at your business office knowing that you sold windows. I was doing windows at your office for free to show you what I could do. And before you know it, they were using my home, and I got windows, and boom. I'm just saying. The bartering system is a system that I've always worked for. Um, again, I can sell myself. I can sell you your, your product, but I'm not going to sell sex, and I'm not going to sell porn. Am I going to laugh about the sex? Absolutely. Am I going to go into detail with the porn? It won't happen. What I want to do is let you know BBS is a radio station for all. You can say whatever you want, but what I try to do is respect the fact that I have been blessed to be on a radio show that why would I be disrespectful to anybody? It's like, okay, sometimes I get on that social media thing and and, uh, and the politics, I laugh. I know sometimes they get mad at me, but they'll say, what do you think about this lady? And I go, well, her hair weaves are talking to her, and she's very confused. Because do I really care about the detail? No. What I want them to do is when they're reading their email, they're going, oh, my God, did she just say that? Of course I did. I'm funny. I'm really funny. I'm trying to be funny, not, you know, hateful. You know, uh, hateful is... is uh, it only comes back and haunts us. I'm just saying, remember, I'm a street girl. I raised myself out on the streets. The point to you is every time I was hateful <laughs> and that cup of tea fell on me, I was like, son of a gun. Well, there you go. And your personality is not get on out of here because that's exactly what it is on media. I've never in my life. I guess I've lived a shallow life because I've been on the streets all my life. I've never seen such hatred. When two women didn't like each other in our days, we would call each other every name in the book. And I swear to God, a week later, we were best of friends. Did we go get a gun? Did we get a knife to slice her face? Nah. No. We would slice her face with the words. I mean, that's why I'm pretty good at it. I have a, um, um, a knife. It's the tongue. And it can be lethal. I'm just saying I've heard some people on social media. But what I've taught these people is... I am not a doormat. If you want to play and walk on this doormat, the doormat sometimes might have, you know, nails on it, and you just might accidentally step on one, and I ain't going to let go of you until I make sure that nail is all the way through that foot of yours with your nasty, 
uh, uh, repercussions on media. You do not have to be nasty to me. You do not have to think I'm out here selling my body. I am not. I am selling you laughter. I am selling you whatever you wanted me to air for you. I am selling good times of all comedians. And we all have one. Look in the mirror. We're all funny. Sometimes we get mad ourselves. And guess what? When no one's around, and I know you do this as one of our personalities, like, oh, my God, how can I better myself? Well, you just can't because you know what? You're so negative. And like, all you do is him hawk all day about, oh, I wish. And I can't. You see? And I know you have one of those personalities. Or you get up in the morning, you know, everything's going well. You got your coffee on. You got your suit on. You got your beautiful dress on. You walk in and the boss says, here, you're being laid off. Well, I've never expected anything like this to happen to me. No, you don't. You go home and you cry. You get into the mattress and you show your head once in a while and you feel like you're going to throw up and die and kill yourself. Snap out of it. That door slams shut. Mm, can you imagine the other two that are opening? Because it's exactly what we didn't see on all these three series. Every one of these characters were going through life. Mm, people were ridiculing them. Mm, but in those days, they didn't get paid what you got paid now. Mm, they got ripped off. Mm, I'm just saying we all in life have worn funny sad, suicidal, whatever you want to call the shoes. You have to decide when you're in that valley, do you want to take your shoes off and climb up or do you want to crawl up and pretend, you know, as you're pulling the rope, I can't do this. Let me look down. You only went one inch. Uh, I'm, I'm not used to this. One and a half inches. I can't. I just don't. You slid down the half. I'm just saying, stop making up excuses, look in the mirror and go, shit, I got this. This where am I going? I don't know, but I got this. What you got? I don't know, but I'm gonna. I got it. Well, can you share what you got? I ain't got to share nothing. When you got it, you just got it and you flaunt it. And that's exactly what I do. People miss in every day. Why do you take so many pictures and look at it, at yourself? How does someone know you're taking a picture of yourself and looking at it? And they tell you how many times. Uh, they're looking at it, that you're looking at it. I'm calling it mm, ESP and PSE. Are you nosy people in my business? I'm thinking you are. I swear, I feel like I feel like everything I do, you guys are critiquing me. But I love it. I, I do love it. Because you guys think I'm conceited. It's blessed. I'm blessed. I'm gifted. Uh, I raised myself out of the streets. I can make you laugh. I can say anything you want. And I mean that. Anything that is of value to help you and your body, look at me. If I'm on social media and I see an individual, because that's what I've been doing, and all I see is Hollywood and I see phoniness. But if I could see a person that has my age, that has better themselves, that has wore my shoes, I'm watching that person. I want to know what that person's doing because I want to know how and what the heck I've done wrong. Because, see, you guys have taken it wrong. I take a picture and you go, oh, you're so conceited. No, I'm not. Every day we change. So every day I want to see what pimple hasn't grown, what blackhead is still infested. And you guys are thinking I'm looking at my face. Well, of course, I'm looking for blemishes. They're called absolutely normal routine of looking in the mirror. Some people go, I've never looked in the mirror. Liar. 
You just lie. You look in the mirror when you're driving. I've never done that. I'm telling you, I've never done it. I'm never going to do it again. But when you were backing up, you didn't see her. I've never looked at my eyes. I'm telling you right now, it's never happened. I don't look at myself. All righty then. Mm. So that's why I try to tell you, uh, uh, I do get on social media, and if you're going to be nasty, one of my personalities, oh yeah, oh yeah, I give her a lot of pot, <laughs> and I get her all ruffled, <laughs> and then I get on social media, and here she is, well, there she is, unfollow, block, unfollow, block, unfollow, block, 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 then I get a message from Facebook. You have now one follower. This morning you had a thousand. I'm just saying. So that meant that the 99, poor 99, poor 99, we're all porn and sex. And Facebook wants to say to me, we think you have issues. I'm thinking the 99, poor 99 would be a correcto mundo. Uh, send me a picture of uh, your family and their penis, and I'm thinking I'm going to act neurotic uh, to you. I'm just saying. I'm going to be Lynn. I'm not changing for anybody. That's why they call me Granny and her multiple personalities. We all have them. I just claim them. All of us get on stage and make, you know, uh, dress up in whatever care burnett, you know, coming down with that beautiful um, curtain rod, you know, as a dress. I'm just saying we all have our own way of making you laugh. And I know you guys, oh, I can't stand you. Well, the negative feedback, I'm thinking you're at least listening. Because if you weren't listening, how would you know to put the ball on the on the field and let's play tennis? I'm just saying. And then how would you make a funny a funny commercial media on internet and, and then make it like okay, uh, Granny, uh, let's make fun of you and your 17 personalities. I'm good. I am so good with all of my 17 personalities that I have. I was told last week I can't claim them, but I can still love them. And I'm not changing, and I'm not getting rid of any of them. They're both on the Trump train, and they're on the Angel Comedy Relief train. Either one, I'm not changing for anyone. Sometimes I get very bad, vicious phone calls, and I get very bad, vicious porn. I could care less. There's one of my personalities that's been on the streets that has beat sex and porn and orgies. And here I am to say the truth. I haven't ever ever allowed myself to affiliate with such filth? Will I ever allow myself? No. And I will tell you, you can keep on, but you're not changing me. I'm not going to go, no, 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 and then go one day, can you send me more of that porn? Because <laughs> all of a sudden, I really feel a horn. No, it ain't happening. I'm mean, and uh, you can't pay me. Like, what's so sad about these people? Mm-hmm. All of these uh, actors and actresses and producers in those days, they were controlled. You will get on your knees and you will bark for how much? Ten dollars. I'll give you 20 to, to, to say like a cat. I'm just saying. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for legit. Not uh, would you like to be a radio host for a porn site? Because this is how we go. And this is what I mean. You call the right side, honey. Is that thing up? Well, get 
Get the tea and the wine and call me back, and I'll let you know when I'm in the mood. I'll let you go. <laughs> and then we'll let you know when you can come, because right now I'm not in the mood to make you come. I got to go. Hello, this is Sally. Yes. Oh, hello, Richard. Oh, Richard, Richard, Richard. Are you the guy with the tube steak? Oh, you, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so... You're the one with the pig in the blanket. <laughs> Saying, I'm back connection, sir. You get that pig up. You get that little pig in the, out of that blanket. And you call, you call Sally back up in about an hour. And I know that little pig in the blanket will be ready to holler. Yeah, because that's exactly what I would be. I would be a funny point. Hey, maybe I should do that. Come on up in here. This is Sally. And I am here to make your toss and your salad very, very crispy. Today, I have crumbs. Mm-hmm. They were called dingleberries because when I was up in that little pig in the blanket, I found a lot of nuggets up in here. I'm just saying. I would not be a good porn star. I'm just saying. Come on up in here, honey. I did not know that those two, uh, what do you call them, Rockefellers are hanging down so low that the tree looks like it's stumped. <laughs> And maybe I should do it. Come on up in here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Yes, this is Sally. Yes, you have. Yes, this is the porn. This, yes, it is. It's the porn line. Uh-huh. I'm pouring down your line. Do you feel it? Harold, do you? Well, get Ralph to help you and call me back. That's all you got to do. Tell him to, tell, no, tell him that Sally sent him. Because Ralph likes. You know, to holler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's exactly what I should be doing. Uh, because the porn, all day long, oh, it's... And it blows my mind that if I even send anything out that says the word porn, Facebook has got me blocked. You know, you put out here and you haven't ever said the word porn or been disgusted. I'm just saying, I'm thinking Facebook doesn't like a, a funny woman. I think Facebook is looking for a porn that doesn't know how to talk disgusting. Now, my time is coming to an end for this week. And I want to thank each and every one of you for participating with my personalities. And I hope you enjoyed every one of them because we all love you and your negative and positive feedback. You can't get any better than to be on a radio station looking for sponsors, looking for people who want to sell their products on BBS radio station with me, an honest person who, if you look at my past, I have been an owner of my own businesses. I haven't ever, ever really worked for anybody. I was always, no one wanted to hire me. I couldn't read. I couldn't write. I could not fill out that darn application. Uh, I, there was just a lot of things against me, but God taught me, you know, you don't need to fill, fill that paper out. Hell, just go and sell yourself. Well, you know, if you were a cleaning person and you were charging 50, you can guarantee I came in and did it for 35. There went your job. Not only that, but now I had people lining up, booking it for me because that's what Mark. So what marketing is, is selling yourself. And I thank you all, all of you for enjoying the angel comedy relief. Have a blessed week. Happy Valentine's to all of you, especially my single men. Please, please call me up and let me know. What do you want to sell on the radio station? God bless. Have a good one.